Welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly, and I am an educator and future holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others, like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Well, hello and welcome back. Excuse me, a little frog in my throat there. I am super excited to get right into this topic today because this topic actually was... Um, inspired by a fellow listener. So Aubrey, your question that you asked is now going to be discussed and talked about today on the pod. So thank you so much. And if you are listening right now and thinking, oh, I have a topic that I definitely would love Kelly to cover, please feel free to send it my way. You can find me on Instagram or on Facebook And you can just send me a direct message and let me know what you're thinking, and then we can go from there. So I am super excited, like I said, to get into this topic, so let's get started. All right, so Aubrey's question was, why is alternative medicine not covered under insurance? And I think that is such a great question. You know, I think many of us who have tried alternative medicine options, we've probably wondered that question many, many times, right? Because it can be expensive if you are paying for that out of pocket, and most of us are. So I I do want to step back, though, in case you don't know what alternative medicine means and what what I'm referring to with that. So there's actually a a whole lot of things that can be included underneath the term um, alternative medicine. And actually, there is a, a an acronym, CAM, which stands for Complementary Alternative Medicine, and that's what we're going to be focusing on today, which really just encompasses all of the things related to alternative medicine. So um, what is alternative medicine? It is, it's going to be things that, um, like I said, are not covered under insurance, but things like chiropractic work, acupuncture, massage therapist, natural products, and self-care approaches like supplements and self-help books. Those are things that are not going to be covered under insurance, and we're going to talk about why that is. Um, And we'll also dive into, is there any in the foreseeable future possibility that these things do get covered? So we've got a lot to talk about, and I'm excited because, again, this is a really interesting topic. So um, we're going to dive right in, okay? So um, the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health, which is the NCCIH, they have found that about 40% of adults actually use currently complementary alternative medicine, also known as CAM, okay? And... Most often, the reasons for that would be to, you know, maintain optimal health, someone who has maybe cured themselves from um, a disease or illness, and they're trying to maintain optimal health, or maybe that person never had an illness, and they're just trying to continue to have this optimal life that that they desire and that they want to have. Um, and also, people may use 
uh, alternative medicine to treat chronic and severe illnesses. Okay. Um, so as you, you know, can tell, there's lots of reasons why people would want to use alternative medicine. Um, and so with that, there's actually another statistic um, from the National Center of Complementary and Integrative Health that um, states that about $30.2 billion are spent by Americans each year on alternative medicine. So we're paying $30.2 billion as a nation per year out of pocket. This is not being covered by insurance, okay? So that begs the question, well, if we're spending all this money, you know, we truly see value in it, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't continue to be spending money on it. Well, then why is it not covered, right? That That's what really we're, we're puzzled by. If we're spending all this money, why are we not covering it? Why is insurance not covering it? So here's, here's the lowdown on that, okay? So insurance companies are responsible for paying part of your healthcare cost, right? And they, their job is to ensure that what they're paying for is going to provide the desired outcome for you, a a good positive outcome. And so what in doing my research I found is that insurance companies um, are not covering most of the alternative options that we are electing for ourselves because many of them have not deemed, have not claimed their effectiveness um, in being proven to work. Um, or the insurance companies perceive these treatments or these options, these methods to be unsafe, or they feel that they are just too experimental, or they need more investigation. So, you know, we can, I can definitely understand that. However, when you have all these people going to chiropractors' offices and going to naturopaths and seeing results and getting better, you know, that I think should be a testimony in and of itself as to the effectiveness of many of these approaches. Now, there are some alternative medicine approaches that are starting to be covered by insurance companies. So I'm going to share a couple of those with you. So first and foremost, chiropractic care. That is, if it's prescribed, so if you have a doctor that is recommending this for your care, um, it's, it's been shown that about 91% of big insurance companies will cover that, if not all of it, at least part of it. Um, it has also been shown that about 32% of acupuncture services are covered by big insurance companies. And again, it may be all of that, it may be part of that, but in some way, shape, or form, insurance companies are helping with those costs, okay? Um, And then what I found was really interesting was that in some states, there are actually licensure requirements for naturopaths. And 
I found that 19 states require licensure for naturopaths in the United States. And if um, you live in a state that has those requirements, then insurance companies are more likely to cover them because they are licensed, right? Because they deem them more secure, more reliable, more effective because of that licensure. Okay. Now that's, that doesn't mean that those that are not licensed are not, but again, based on what I told you, they're trying to make sure that what they're covering is going to actually be effective in their eyes. Okay. So I wanted to share with you, um, that list of 19 states, but I don't want to take the time to read all of those out in this episode. So I am going to list out the 19 states that currently do require licensure for naturopaths. And I will also have a link to that information as well, because um, there are some states, including my own, I live in Ohio, that do not have licensure requirements for naturopaths currently, but they are on the road to making that a requirement. So there are many states that are in that same boat. So I will share that link with you as well as that list of 19 states um, so that you have that information and can reference it. Okay, um, so what do we do then if these things are not being covered and we have to pay out of pocket, but it's, you know, gotten to the point where we're shelling out a lot of money and, uh, it's, it's expensive, right? And so we're maybe not able to continue to do these, these treatments or, um, pursue these options to support our health. Well, There is an option if you have an HSA or an FSA um, account. So those are health savings accounts that are set up mostly through your your place of work. You may be able to use that money to help pay for those services. Now, again, I am not telling you to do this. I am simply telling you that this could be an option, but you need to check with your insurance company. And most importantly, you need to also be checking with the health savings account um, company. Okay. But it could be an option. That money is typically pre-taxed and withdrawn from your paycheck. And you may possibly find out that you can use some of that money or if not all of it, to support your alternative medicine treatments or your alternative medicine approaches. All right. So it's super important that you check, like I keep saying, you check with your um, provider, you check with your insurance company, you check with the health savings account uh, company and make sure that that is okay for you to do. You may also need a letter of necessity from a doctor in order to be able to use the funds from that account uh, to provide those services. Okay, so just keep that in mind. All right, so I wanted to wrap up this episode with a final note, an optimistic spin on this topic, which is that there are, and the good news is that there are places in the United States that are working on getting 
more of this, these alternative treatments hopefully approved in the future, okay? One such place that's trying to support these efforts would be the Invita Center in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. They are a cancer treatment center, and they also focus on Lyme disease, and they're an integrative health center. And so they are focusing on providing and using peer-reviewed scientific literature when they treat their patients so that they can collect clinical evidence which can be documented to reflect the effectiveness of these treatments, okay? And so the more data we have to show effectiveness of these alternative medicine treatments, the more likely these things will be covered in the future. So there are many integrative health centers in the United States that are taking this approach that are doing so in hopes that these things will be covered down the road. Okay, it's not going to happen, we know, overnight, but we know that we've come so far in terms of seeing these alternative methods as being positive and, and understanding how effective they are as the average citizen, right? And so the more we continue to use them and the more data is collected, the better chances we have of getting these things covered in the future. So all hope is not lost. There is potential for this. And and I truly believe that these things will start to be covered. Maybe not now, maybe not in the next five years, maybe not even in the next 10 years. But I truly believe that as we continue to see the overall effectiveness of such treatments, that we are going to start to see changes happen in the insurance industry, which is going to mean more of these things will be covered because they will be seen at this at the point in time in which they are covered as safe, as effective, as supportive to one's overall health. All right, my love, I hope you were able to take away some positive thoughts from today's episode. And if you feel you'd like to be able to connect more with the listeners of this podcast, then I have great news for you. If you are a woman that is interested in having a place to connect, inspire, and support other like-minded women, the Listening to Your Gut Podcast Facebook community is for you. In the Facebook community, we share our health and wellness journeys with one another in an effort to normalize these talks we often shy away from or feel are not welcome. They are welcome here. The link to join is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Okay, before I let you go, I wanted to ask a favor of you. If this podcast resonates with you, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute or two and leave a review on Apple Podcast. Reviews help this podcast become more searchable, and that will therefore allow me to impact more people like you. Feel free to tag me on Instagram at Kelly underscore Bluth so that I can personally thank you. I am so grateful for you, and I look forward to continuing on this journey together. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible, and together, we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you, I'm always here for you, and I'll talk to you soon.